Welcome to Funnels and Follow-Up. I'm Barry. I'm Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Barry. <laughs> Welcome to the show today. Thank you all for joining us and, and tuning in and listening. And we're just so happy to be here. We are. We are. So um, last show, we, we touched a lot on follow-up with send out cards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about send out cards and, and using send out cards as a way of following up, as a way of marketing also. But we were really uh, invested in, in following up. And so right after the show, I sent out a bunch of cards as a follow up uh, to uh, uh, to somebody that we had done a one to one on the phone with um, to someone else that I was chatting with. So I sent out a bunch of cards afterwards and, and we'll see um, what that results in. I can tell you that in the past, people have called up and they're like, you sent me a card. That was so nice. You were thinking of us. You were thinking of me. And uh, so we so we get that call back, you know, as, as part of the whole follow up routine. We get somebody who calls us back and says, uh, you know, rather than us calling them, they, they're like they call us back and they're like, oh, my gosh, that was so nice. So that was that was one thing on follow up. But, you know, we were you and I were talking this morning about how important is follow-up. Right. Which is why we came up with the topic today, because we've been told over and over again, the fortune is in the follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. And the simple answer to, is the fortune really in the follow-up? The simple answer, nutshell version. Yes, it is. Okay. That's our show for that's today. It. Thank you. Good night. Try Good the night. deal. Um, so much so that we have a course called Ultimate Follow-Up Blueprint. Uh, you can go find that course and when we're doing it, when we're running it next at cohencoaching.com slash UFB. I threw you for a loop there, didn't I? You didn't have that all prepped out, did you? Not even a little. So, um, yeah. I'll so we'll, type it up while you speak. Yes. Yeah, so we'll we'll uh, we'll pull that up for you later. But, you know, we, we created a course around follow-up, which is more than... Um, one or two phone calls. There we go. Cohencoaching.com slash UFB. And this show is not about uh, signing up for our course. Although if you did, we would be very, very happy and grateful. Um, it, it's just about, you know, the concept of following up in general. And what does follow up mean? You know, that's, that's even more. What does follow up mean? Because for some people it's like, well, you know, I called. And How many times did you call? I called once. I sent an email and I called. And <laughs> so let me tell you a story. Please do. Nearly 25 years ago, I met a young man on the internet. A handsome young man. A handsome young man. With a receding hairline. You were bald. Slightly. You were bald then. And as soon as I gave him my phone number, I barely was able to get off the line because, you know, internet was not separate from your phone line. Your internet was your phone line way back then. And I barely got off the computer to free up my phone line when I received a follow-up call from the initial meeting. I immediately set a date to uh, meet in person. 
after the in-person meeting, another follow-up call was made. So a week later we were married. 25 no, a year later we were married. <laughs> and in fair allow wait, hold on a second. First of all, you have to understand the urgency of doing a follow-up call like that. Me a girl wanted to talk to me. I was so happy. So you follow up right away. There's an urgency to it. There's a sense of urgency. There's something that's going to get done. And we didn't get married the first time we went out to lunch. There, you know, we had to get to know each other. Uh, did we like each other? Was there a second date? Was there a third date? Were there any injuries? Were, were there? there huh? no injury. If there were injuries, it wouldn't bode well for another date. Probably not. But any injuries incurred would have been incurred by you. We're getting off topic. <laughs> when you met the love of your life, and if you have not yet met the love of your life, let me give you this advice. When you meet the love of your life or when you met the love of your life, if by chance you sent one email and one phone call and then said they didn't respond, of course they didn't respond. I mean, you've got to have a conversation, move this thing along. Now, neither in business nor in life are we advocating stalking. Stalking is a no-no. Bad. Bad. Stalking, bad. Follow-up, good. Stalking, bad. Follow-up, good. What does that mean? What does that look like? Um, it, it means that you have an initial meeting or you make an initial phone call, whatever you discussed on the phone or at the meeting or whatever you follow up, you send that information and you check up on them. Did you get the information? What is the next step that we should be taking? Let's go ahead and take that next step. Do you have any questions? What other information can I get you? What, when do you think you will make a decision? It's a dance that you want to play. These are, these are the things you ask. It's a dance that you want to play. Right. And, and what Catherine said earlier, uh, we didn't get married the next day. No. No. Why? Because you have to build that relationship and that works in business. So we're going to the business, build the relationship. If you immediately try to sell somebody that you just met that you're trying to create a relationship it's not going to work you're not going to buy anything no oh 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 okay um, hey i did what i was supposed to do i know we turn off all the phones and I things turned still off ring all the phones and you know when i did all that stuff so things don't come through the internet anyway so what i was saying before i was so rudely interrupted Unless you're meeting somebody who specifically knows they want to purchase what you have. Right. Or the agreement was made that, yeah, I want to see what you have to see if it's for me. Please don't try to sell right away. Right. 
So unless you're a, you know, unless you're a plumber, it's Christmas morning and the sewer has backed up. That happened to my mother many years ago. Um, but you know, and unless it's that, you, the phone call that you get is probably not going to be a phone call to, from somebody saying, "Hey, I want to buy something." Usually, now, right now, I'm making phone calls because we're going to do a, a three day event in Phoenix. We're going to do a two day event in New York, and I'm making phone calls. I'm being proactive with people um, to make the phone call to get information. Now, these people have my phone number and my email address. I will not consider people who don't call me back and say, okay, you know, or email me back. Hey, this is the information you asked for here. It is in writing. I will check back with you in a few days and then call me back. I, if, if you don't do that, I won't do business with you. If you don't make at least a little bit of an effort in the follow-up, then in my mind, you're going to make zero effort on delivery. That's the other thing about follow-up. Follow-up gives your potential client an idea of what you are like to work with. That's right. And if you don't follow up with them, they're not going to work with you because obviously you don't care. That's right. If you know when when I call places trying to get information and and it's typical that you have to leave voicemail. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of the norm and that's okay. But when they don't get back to me in two, three, four, five days, is this how they're going to treat me once they have my money? Exactly. Exactly. So you, you have to think about that when you're doing the follow-up. How do you want to be treated? How do you want to be treated as a client? You want you want people to call you right away. You want them to know that they're, they're on top of it. So you need to be on top of it. That's right. I mean, I'm persistent. No. If you tell, that's why we're married, honey, because I'm persistent. Yeah. You got if, me there. You know, if you tell me, uh, let me think about it. When do you want me to call you back? How much time do you need to think about this? When do you want me to call you back? What questions can I answer for you right now so that as you're thinking about it, you have the right answers to the questions and you're not creating more questions in your head? And I will call you back and I will email you and I will call you back. I am persistent. If you don't want a coach that is persistent, that will stay on top of you to get your stuff done, don't hire us. The way we are in getting a client is the way we are in servicing the client. Here's a perfect example. One of our programs, our Radical Results program. This, mm -hmm. this is laser coaching. So we, we offer our clients 15 minutes anytime they need it. Uh, provided that they take the steps that we give an assignment the, at the end of each call, take the steps, make another appointments, take the steps, make people weren't doing it. We love to get paid, but we're doing nothing. Yeah. But it's unethical and yeah, we're we, ethical people. We want to be able to give value for the money people are paying us and people were paying us and not doing anything. They weren't making the appointments. So we changed the program to follow up. To make sure we change the program to one call a week, bare minimum. You must get on a call because if you don't, 
You're not going to get the work done. You're not going to be able to follow up with your clients because you don't know what to do next. That's right. And then you get stuck in this trap. So service your, your clients the way you want to be serviced. That was the point of that story. It was a long way to get there, but that was the point. And, and that's part of the follow-up. Here's a, here's a great example. A client of ours recently um, did a one-day workshop. And, uh, you know, we, we coached him in the workshop. Hey, uh, I don't have a blank one there. Maybe you have a blank one on your desk. But um, coached him in the workshop. Hey, create a form like this and uh, ask people for their name, their email address, their phone number. So for those of you who are listening in the podcast, it's just a simple card. It's act actually one of those four up postcards that you can print out yourself um, while normally not very professional looking for this instance, it works well. And it says, you know, what's your name, email, phone number. Uh, and then, you know, do you want a free session with us? Do you want uh, our free gift? And do you know of a place to, uh, for me to speak for, for us to speak? And we coach our people to create something like that. When you're doing a presentation, whether it's your networking group, whatever, when you're doing a presentation, create a card like that, hand it to everybody and explain to them that they need to fill it out and check one of the boxes. And the question came up, how many times should I follow up? How many times do, you know, do I keep calling? And the answer was, until you get a hard no. All right. Well, am I annoying them? When you client of ours who shall remain nameless when you filled out this card at an event that Barry and I spoke at and you asked us to call you did I call you yes did you sign up with me right on the spot no did I give you the information for you to make a decision yes did I call you back yes did you sign up no did you give me an excuse? Well, it was the hot. Did you give me an excuse? Yes. Did I call you back? Yes. You see the pattern here? As a client, it took me a few emails and five phone calls over the course of about two months. Few emails, five phone calls, two months. He signed up with us. And never once did this person think that we were being annoying. That's right. Because you're not. They they requested <laughs> you to contact them. He thought we were being very efficient. I said, was I being annoying? He's like, no. You were being efficient. Sometimes, he said, sometimes I was like a little annoyed because I wasn't really expecting you to call back. So I didn't really you know, sit down and think about it. Well, you're annoyed at yourself. You can't be annoyed at me. True. There are, there are many other things people could be annoyed at you about. That's true. That's true. Think about yourself. Do you make the purchase immediately? Well, it depends on the purchase. Obviously, you know, if I'm buying mascara, I'm going to make the purchase immediately. Toilet backed up on Christmas Eve, you're making the purchase immediately. That's right. You know, I'm I'm gonna jump into a coaching program because all the best coaches need coaches. If your coach doesn't have a coach, find another coach. 
if I'm going to jump into a year-long coaching program, am I going to make the purchase as soon as I meet the person? Absolutely not. In fact, our coach, uh, and we're very proud to say her name, Jane M. Powers, our coach, we saw her speak at an event. We signed up for a one-day workshop. We signed up for another course with her. We signed up for another course with her. We went to an event. We went to another event and then signed up on a year-long program. Over the course of about, what was it, about five or six months? Yeah, it, it was about that. And this is the whole, mind you, this leads to, the well, it starts as the funnel. So in this example, what Jane did with us was lead us on a journey to the high ticket item. Yep. And that's what we want you to do. We want you to be, go, take your prospects and clients on a journey. Have them start with a freebie. Yep. Then a low end product, a little bit higher end. You lead them along the path to that to your high ticket item, whatever that happens to be. Right now, it, let's just say you said mascara before. Okay, buying one mascara thing would be a, an, an entry product, low end. But now, as you move along, if you like the brand, if you like the store, and and they keep in touch with you and let you know what's going on and follow up with you, they can get you to buy, you know what? We have a kit of two or three items, makeup, blush, or mascara, blush, and foundation. foundation. Woohoo! I don't know this girl stuff. A little while later, you know what? They have a, a bigger pack. You like the products. You got value from the products. So they're taking you on the journey. So it's yeah, another right. package that has even more items in it. Let me tell you about my Mary Kay girl, Susie Rollins. Hi, Susie. Hi, Susie. You so better be watching. Susie Rollins will start out with meeting you, giving you some samples, following up with you, see how you liked the, the colors, see how they looked on you, see if you applied them right. She'll sit and talk with you. You'll make a small purchase and then a bigger purchase and a bigger purchase. Now I'm her regular customer. She makes suggestions of new colors for the different seasons, new items that they that they have. She continues to follow up. She continues to send me information about my skin, colors, fashion, uh, trends, and I continue to purchase from her. And you know, for years. For, and and when, when you have that relationship built, here's what happens. Catherine, it was about, I don't know, a year or so ago, maybe two years ago at this point, where every time we go away, which we go away fairly often, all the makeup, all the cosmetics, all this stuff, got to pull it out of the medicine chest, pull it out of the drawers, blah, 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 blah. What did I say to do? What did I tell you to do? It was actually less than that, but call Susie and get a better solution. Get traveling makeup. Barry, who does not wear makeup, nor does he wear any men's skincare products. Much to, chagrin. Do it. Much to my chagrin. Barry is the one who said, call Susie and get this product to make our lives easier. 
He trusts Susie because I trust Susie because I've been using her for many years and she follows up. She's on it. She's not like, here you go, bye. Let me sell you and move on to the next thing. No, she has been consistent. She has been consistent for many years. And for many years, I have been her client. That's what follow-up is all about. Yes, it is. That's what follow-up. You were looking at me like I was supposed to be saying something right there. You know, hey, you know, after the show is over, you tend to complain that I did not give you enough speaking time. So I made that little pause for you to have speaking time. Just saying. If anyone is watching this later on. Where my witnesses? If anyone's watching this later on, let's take a poll. Does Catherine talk too much? Yes or no? <laughs> oh, you're in trouble now. I don't. So the, the funnel is creating something attractive at the top, creating something over here that will attract the right people. So if you're driving, think of a funnel. Think of your kitchen funnel. And you, lots of things go in the top. And you want, for lack of a better term, to be attractive at the top. You want to put something out there that attracts the right people into the top. And if you think about a funnel, it gets narrower and narrower and narrower as you go. Because you want people to come through the other end of the funnel as clients, as referral partners, as JV partners, but you want them to come out the other end after having experienced something. And sometimes the funnel is quick and easy. It's short, it's quick, it's to the point. It's a lower, lower end product, mascara, and it's easy to make the sale. But then you bring them to the next funnel where you want to bring them to a higher end sale. Now, how do you get them from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel without them getting stuck on the walls or crawling out and leaving? Follow up. See that? I raised my hand so you could pick right. them up. That's right. Keep following up with them. Keep in touch with them. Now, don't be so annoying that you're calling them every day. That's just crazy. Yeah. But crazy. make sure you stay top of mind because uh, what, whatever it is that you do, whatever your business is, whatever you sell, whatever service you have, there are other people that do it. Yeah. You're, you are not unique in that aspect. No. Nope. But what will make you stand out is staying in touch with people. That's right. Following up with them, letting them know that you're still around, letting them know if you're having specials, letting them know if you have a class starting, whatever it is, keeping people informed keeps you top of mind and makes you the one that they're going to call for whatever it is that you do. And there are so many ways to follow up. It's not just a phone call. It's not just an email. And you don't want to just call and you don't want to just email. There are so many different things that you can do to follow up so that you're always there. You're always in their face without being in their face. That's the true nature of follow up. You want to be there like, oh, my God, you're always around, not in a creepy sort of bad way, but in a friend who you can count on sort of way. You're not right. going to be 
friends with all your clients. You're not going to be friends with all your customers, but they want to know that they can count on you, that you'll be there for them. If you see them post something on Facebook, make a comment, a, a positive comment, mind you. Yeah. Uh, if, if you start disagreeing and starting arguments, they're never going to become your client ever. Probably not. Uh, so that's that's one way of following up. Just comment on something they say, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it is. That's a great way for them to see that you're there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you, you again, you want to follow up in a lot of different ways. So it doesn't it. It becomes unexpected, expected, but unexpected. Oh, look, there you are commenting on my Facebook post. Oh, look, there you are calling me. Oh, look, there you are sending me an email. Oh, look, there you are doing something else, doing something else, doing something else. Following up works. Yeah, we we had somebody follow up with us by sending us cake pops, hand-delivered cake pops. You think they're going to be memorable? <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. It, it's it's the, like Catherine said, it's the unexpected things. Something like that is so unexpected. Doorbell rings. Hi, I've got cake pops for you from Jonathan. We now love him. We liked him before. Now we love him. We just, yeah, we just like him. But now we love him. Now we love him. Now we love him. But again, it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be extravagant. But it should be creative. You know, getting uh, for those of you who uh, watched our last episode where we were talking to send out cards, finding a picture on Facebook and then creating a card from that picture is memorable and not really expensive. Under four dollars to make the card and send it and you know, stamp it and all that stuff. Now, now we're not saying that every contact you make with somebody needs to be over the top creative because- Or cost you, you money. Yeah, or cost you money because your head will explode. And your wallet. And your wallet, exactly. So just every now and then, throw one in there. That's throw right. something unexpected in there. Even if you do a handwritten note that says, you know, I was thinking of you. I was just thinking of you. It doesn't have to be something like that. It could be a, it, you could take a piece of paper from your desk, write thinking of you, put your card on there. How did this thing go? Stick it in an envelope and send it. It doesn't have to be over the top. It, it doesn't, but it's got to be different. Every little touch point needs to be a little bit different. And have your personality in it. Always. Got to oh. have your personality. If, if if you're a jokester, do something, do something that's jokey, you know, not, not nasty, not biting. Jo hey, okay. I'm making up my own words now. My right. show, my words. Okay. Our show. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So make sure your personality's in there. If you're somebody that is a hugger, you know, loves to hug everybody, do something that has that embodied in what you're doing. Yep. So those are just some tips and tricks for you. And the, the, that was the long answer to, is the fortune really in the follow-up? It is because someone else is picking up the phone. 
and calling your prospect. It's your competition. It's your competition or rather someone else, someone sent your competition a card. Someone picked up the phone. Someone made a comment on Facebook. I'm, you know, I'm so sorry your kitten is sick. Someone did that. That someone will likely get the business when the time comes to reorder, change orders, when the need arises. Someone will get the business. The someone is the person who is followed up. The question is, are you the person who is following up? Or did you send an email and go, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please let them call me because they won't. So did the answer to the question is, you want to be the one following up. Right. Don't let somebody else do it. They're going to get the business, not you. Yeah, just just handing them a business card that sits on their desk does absolutely nothing. Just sending an email that may or may not get read does absolutely nothing. Just making one phone call that you say, mm, now's not a good, you hear now's not a good time, call me back and you don't call back, not going to do anything for you. Nope. And here's a hint. If they say now is not a good time, you say, when is a good time? Let's put it on the calendar. Yep. That That's your tip of the day, boys and girls. That is your million dollar tip of the day. And then put it on the calendar and call and them. Put it on the calendar and call them. Yeah. That really, that, that sort of thing helps. So is the fortune in the follow-up, Barry? Absolutely. 100%. Uh-huh. Is it worth creating a follow-up system? It depends. Do you want to stay in business? Do you yes, want more do. business? Do you yes. want your business to grow? Yes. If you answered yes to any of these questions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You you need to grow your business. You need to get everybody needs more clients. If you have if you don't need more clients, you have not scaled your business properly. Everybody could use more clients. I don't care who they are. If someone says they don't need more clients, they're lying to you. And if you are happy with the amount of clients that you have, you don't need more clients, what happens when you lose one? You have to keep that funnel full. And people who are being followed up with stay in the funnel. They may not use you right away. They may not refer you today, but they will stay in the funnel if you follow up with them. If you stop following up with them, they will jump out of the funnel and go elsewhere. Exactly. Exactly. So with that, Catherine? Fortune is in the follow-up. If you have more questions, go ahead and email us, info at cohencoaching.com or visit our website, cohencoaching.com. If you want to find out about our follow-up course, Ultimate Follow-Up Blueprint, there it is again, cohencoaching.com slash U-F-B. And when we're done, pick up the phone and call someone you've been meaning to call and meaning to follow up with. Even if, one, even if it was months ago. That's right. The first one is like pulling off a Band-Aid, but the rest are easy. Absolutely. So until next time. We will see everybody on the next episode of Funnels and Fun.